Hello, and welcome to the Art of Living Well podcast. I'm Stephanie May Potter, and I'm here with my co-host, Marnie Dotchis-Marmette. We created the Art of Living Well podcast to empower you to live your happiest, healthiest, and most authentic life. Each week, we will bring you inspiring and motivating conversations covering health and wellness topics, including fitness, mindset, food, travel, product reviews, and strategies from a variety of experts, including our own bank of knowledge. We are excited to educate, motivate, and inspire you to change the way you perceive health and discover your art of living well. Get ready to feel inspired. Today's podcast is brought to you by Beekeepers Naturals, the company on a mission to reinvent your medicine cabinet by creating clean and natural remedies that actually work. I started using Beekeepers Naturals a couple years ago after hearing about them on a podcast. And I just loved how effective they worked. They're clean, non-toxic, and natural ingredients. The company's obsessive research and their pesticide testing, as well as their mission to support the pollinators. I just started using their propolis spray and I absolutely love it. The throat spray is really your daily dose of defense when it comes to naturally supporting your immune system and soothing a scratchy throat. With just three simple ingredients, this spray is powered by sustainably sourced bee propolis, an incredible germ fighter that contains over 300 beneficial compounds. It's exactly what your body needs when you, during cold and flu season. And I just love this spray. I use it every morning. It's super easy to use. I just spray it like right in my mouth and off I go and it tastes good. And um, I love how they do all this research and testing and their remedies are so clean and effective. Another product we love is the Bee Chill Honey. We all get stressed out, right? But a dose of the bee chill can help take the edge off. It's great at bedtime. You can put a spoonful of it in your tea to help you toss and turn less. I've actually been doing that most nights. I've been putting a little scoop in my tea and mixing it up and it tastes so good and it's so calming. And it just, I love um, having that at the end of the night to just kind of relax me before I go to bed. And a couple other of their honey products are so great. You can buy the Bee Chill in travel size sticks. And so I recently went on a trip and brought it with me. I used it in my tea. I use it uh, in my plain yogurt. And I just have to add that their superfood cacao honey is delicious. I make these chocolate protein balls with it and they're so good. I actually just made them last night. Now that we're going into winter, it's a great time to upgrade your, upgrade your medicine cabinet and stock it with immune-supporting products. To save 15% off on your first order, go to beekeepersnaturals.com slash artoflivingwell. That's B-E-E-K-E-E-P-E-R-S-N-A-T-U-R-A-L-S.com slash A-R-T. O-F-L-I-V-I-N-G-W-E-L-L to save 15% off. Simply enter the code Art of Living Well at checkout and shop now for 15% off our favorite immune supporting products that your whole family will love. Hi, before we jump right into today's conversation, we wanted to share a couple of important updates. We are starting our own Art of Living Well book club. 
And we would love for you to join us in reading the last Law of Attraction book you'll ever need to read by Andrew Cap, who was on episode number 45 of our podcast. And we'll be hosting a discussion on the book on November 12th at 1130 Central Time. And you can click the link in the show notes to sign up for this free event. And then the next update is an exciting program that we just developed. It's a 30-day Thrive During the Holiday Season program, and it's going to run from November 16th to December 13th. And it's going to be all about staying festive, fun, and feeling fabulous during this holiday season, which I know is going to look and feel very different than it has in years past. But it'll be a private community where you will receive mindset tips, recipes, weekly lives, and so much more with a group of other like-minded people. And we would absolutely love to have you join us. And you can head on over to the link in the show notes and, of course, message us or reach out with any questions. And then finally, we would love for you to rate and review this podcast. If you are enjoying these episodes, please head over to Apple Podcast and give the Art of Living Well podcast a rating and review. Doing so really helps our podcast get found in searches so that more people can benefit from the information and all of the interviews that we share. And of course, if you're enjoying an episode, please feel free to share it with anyone you think may benefit from the information and tag us on social media. And now let's jump right into today's conversation. Hello, and welcome to episode 52. Today, Marnie and I are coming on to share our top 10 ways to feel more grounded and happy during these uncertain times. And we've been hearing from each other and a lot of you guys that with the pandemic and the election that everyone's feeling a little anxious. And so we want to share what we've been doing to try to stay more grounded and just have a conversation with you guys today. So the first thing that we want to talk about is taking media breaks. And that kind of, you know, we're referring to all media, that's TV, social media, computer time, and just really stepping back from the news, you know, Facebook, all all of the stuff that you're being bombarded with on a daily basis. And I know a lot of us can get into that cycle where we're just, we want more and more and more because we're so anxious about what's going to happen. And it's not good for anyone, right, Stephanie? Like it's, it's stressful and it actually like I even notice in myself when I'm reading the news and I'm reading about the virus and it's like my heart starts beating faster and I kind of tense up all my muscles and it's, it's just not good for me. Well, and it's, it's really, it's keeping us in that sympathetic nervous state system state, that fight or flight. And when we're under so much stress, it just wreaks havoc all around and we won't get into all that today, but I do think like having the news on 24 seven, um, which, you know, we've been doing a little bit lately. And just even just hearing all that, it's not, it's not good. And it doesn't allow me to like, even be able to focus on what what I need to do. It's very distracting. And we're not, we're not getting a whole lot of answers anyway, whether it's the election or the virus or kind of whatever's going on in the world, there's no really immediate gratification that we're going to get from the news right now. Right. So so if we just take, take some breaks, breaks yes. and maybe just tell yourself, okay, I'm, when I wake up, I'm going to allow myself 15, 20 minutes to 
however you want to get it on your phone or on the TV and get your update, get your fix that you need, and then go three or four hours without anything. And then maybe you allow yourself over lunch, take another quick break, just so that you feel rest assured that you know what's going on in the world and that you have a little bit of an update and then put it away again. You know, use the airplane mode, whatever you have to do to, um, to get out of the habit of being connected to a device 24 seven. The next tip that we want to share is just feel good entertainment, right? So we know people like to, you know, watch TV and, you know, use their phones and that sort of thing. But instead of focusing on the news and the media and all the things that are, you know, somewhat dividing people up, just turn on, um, turn on a TV show. And maybe Marnie and I should share just a couple of the shows that we've been listening to that, um, aren't serious and aren't going to bring you down, but just make you laugh because honestly, laughter is really the best medicine. Like they say, um, or even just lighthearted and fun. Like Stephanie and I were just talking about Emily in Paris. So I watched that with my daughter. I think in two days we went through everything because it was just so fun and light. It reminded me of sex in the city and it just kind of, you know, being in Paris, it was like, you felt like you were in Paris with her and just looking at the outfits and the whole thing was just fun. Yes. And I've been watching it too. I've watched like, I think six of the episodes and it is fun and it takes you to another place. It gets you out of your current reality, which is probably, you know, a little more stressful, a little more anxious. And you just pretend that you're in Paris walking around eating a pan au chocolat and, you know, <laughs> ha having a wine at a cute little French restaurant outside. <laughs> Absolutely. And you know, TV shows, books, movies, podcasts, right? Like any of those types of media can can kind of do that for you. Um, I heard Jesse Lasso was really light and good. I haven't watched it yet, but it's on my list to watch. Um, yeah, and I started um, a book on Audible. I had a little bit of a road trip last weekend and I started The Great Alone for my book club. And it takes place in Alaska, most of the book. And it's fascinating. I haven't been to Alaska, but you, all of a sudden you're just transformed to Alaska and just how beautiful it is, but how remote it is. And so for me, that just, it's very freeing. Um, so that's a I'm great, excited a great to book. listen to that book as well. Yes. Um, so moving on, another way that we feel is super helpful to stay grounded right now and in life in general is through breathing and meditation. And really, you know, I know people get scared off by the word meditation, but it can be very simple. It can be, you know, taking 10 deep breaths even. And when we talk about grounding, we're really talking about, you know, planting our feet on the ground or on the floor, or the earth, whatever you want to call it. And just like relaxing all those muscles in your feet and standing up nice and tall, or you can be sitting in a chair and just really feel your feet grounded to the earth. And you can just take some deep breaths like that. And, you know, taking those deep breaths really does calm your whole system down. Absolutely. And one really quick, easy one that I love to do, it's called the four, seven, eight breath. And if you just Google Dr. Andrew Weil, four, seven, eight breath, you'll get some videos of him doing it. And you just inhale for four breaths. You know, you hold it for seven and you exhale for eight and you can do it even in like three, six, seven, you know, as long as the exhale is 
greater than the inhale, but I will do that all the time. And I can, you can do it in your car. Um, mm -hmm. So you don't need to even meditate and close your eyes and take, you know, a half hour to do some formal meditation. As Marnie said, it's just simply taking really deep breath, deep belly breaths to activate that rest and recovery state. And we actually have a number of guests that have been on our podcast that have had some great episode um, episodes on these topics. Betsy Weiner, episode three, and she also did a bonus episode for us. We have um, Michelle Olson, um, Jess Rosenberg, episode 51, yes. just last week. And she actually mentions an app called Inside, Insight Timer that has some great um, meditations and breath work types of things on there. And I think even just listening to those three episodes, and they all happen to be yoga instructors and they're really into you know meditation and breath work but just listening to them it's very calming just even mm -hmm. listening to the episode and in that bonus episode that Betsy did um I think it was in late spring we do like a five minute meditation in there so highly recommend that you guys if you haven't already that you go back and listen to those episodes um and then the next way that to just and feel more grounded and happy is surrounding yourself with people who bring you good energy and who lift you up. And I think that's so important right now because we're not probably seeing as many people um, and we need more human interaction and connection, but making sure that those people that you do choose to, to see are ones that are going to provide more energy and not, not take it away from you. And it's, and, and it's, it's really so important. Like we, we need that human interaction and we need, we need that, you know, social time, if you will. And I, like Stephanie said, we're in a pandemic, so it's hard to get that. So whether it's outdoors or however you can do it in a safe way, um, you want it to be safe for you mentally as well. So, you know, maybe you're not hanging around that friend that's always dragging you down right now. <laughs> <laughs> and, and re-looking at that in general, that's for another day, but, um, like just finding people that you can find joy with and laugh with, and maybe sometimes cry with, but in general, keeping it light, keeping it fun. And I think just making sure that you are connecting with people. So maybe there isn't anyone in your life that's draining your energy, but are you connecting with enough people? And if you're not comfortable seeing them in person, maybe it's going back to the Zooms that, that we did early on when we were in stay at home. And that's a reality we may need to do, but or picking up the phone and talking to someone. Um, Just kind of adding on to that, thinking about our next thing, getting outside, um, getting outside in nature, moving your body, um, being outside for me is so incredibly healing. Like I, whenever I'm feeling anxious, I just need to step outside and take a deep breath in the fresh air. And I feel so much better. Then maybe you layer on adding a friend into the mix where you're taking a walk with a friend and you're talking. And I mean, so helpful for me emotionally and physically. I mean, just full body <laughs> Healing. I think it's like the best free therapy that yes. you can get. I mean, it is free people, right? And it's like being in nature. Marty and I talk about these things all the time. Um, but just text, call a friend, a neighbor and get outside and take a walk. 
it is, you will feel a hundred times better. Or a run or a bike or, yes. you know, whatever it is. Whatever. Maybe, maybe, maybe it's snowshoeing no soon. I don't know. But like, <laughs> or, or maybe you're sitting on your driveway in, you know, chairs, just talking. Or the other day, I yesterday, actually, I was out on a walk with my daughter and we walked by this house and there was four older people sitting at a table. Um, you know, they were masked up and they were playing cards. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, I love this. They're I love sitting it. outside, they're playing cards. Yeah. So, you know, whatever, whatever you need to do. Absolutely. But get outside and, and ideally do some sort of movement every day. I think that really helps too. Um, and then just schedule self-care. And it could be some of these things that we've already talked about. And I think self-care, you know, sometimes can get a bad rap and, oh, but self-care is not selfish. Self-care is self-love and you need to love yourself and feel good and be at peace and joyful in order to be the best person for your family and your friends and your community and the world really. Um, and so putting that in your calendar, you know, most of us have phones that have calendars in them and just schedule it, schedule a reminder, use the timer on your phone to remind yourself. Um, it could be as simple as a walk or what, what really, whatever, whatever you need to take care of yourself. It could be a number of different things, right? Yes. Like self-care at the end of the day is really taking care of you, whatever that means. Yeah. And it could so, be watching a show. <laughs> self-care does not necessarily mean going to the spa. Like, no. you know, where Stephanie said it has a bad rap. It's, that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about what you need to take care of yourself. So you can be the best you you can be. And listen to your body when you know you have been neglecting yourself and not doing self-care and talking to your family. I know there's a lot of parents that listen to the show and it can be tough right now with kids at home and schooling. And maybe you feel like you don't have the time. You know, a lot of us that maybe used to spend time at home by ourselves are now finding like a house full of people and that can be stressful. But just talking to your spouse, talking to your kids, whomever about what you need and put it in the calendar. And then, you know, adding on to self-care, thinking about eating, grounding and whole foods, and really, again, listening to your body, tuning into your body. We're, we're in that fall season now. And I was telling Stephanie earlier, like my body is really craving all these like warming foods. And in the summer I was eating a ton of salads. And now all of a sudden, like I, my body is like, I don't want to eat salad anymore. I want to eat more soups and vegetables, roasted veggies and root veggies and just more of these grounding type foods. So really just trying to tune into yourself. Absolutely. And, you know, one thing um, that I think is really important because when we are feeling anxious and stressed, what do we do? We probably like open up the pantry and we start craving either it's sweets or salty, crunchy foods. But if you do some meal prep, so like scheduling that in, meal prep is actually self-care for me because I know I feel better going into the week when I plan my meals, when I have food in the house, and when I've done a little bit of prep. So it could be just roasting a couple pans of vegetables and then you have them all week for meals or lunches, whatever. Um, but I think that really, really helps. Um, and like Marnie said, those root vegetables, you know, so sweet potatoes and beets and parsnips and um, turnips. I love parsnips. Oh. <laughs> just, and I bought some the other day. 
I haven't bought them in forever and I'm going to make them. And there's lots of soups that you can make with Mm -hmm. them. Um, Just roast them with olive oil, salt and pepper and whatever seasoning you like. Um, Super simple and easy. It's funny because roasted vegetables is like one thing I just don't get tired of. And you really can change the veggies with the season. And I love that about roasted vegetables. And I do love the fall season roasted vegetables in general. Like, yes. Absolutely. And I think you just change up the, the spices that you put on there mm-hmm. and it creates a totally different taste. So, um, and you know, the next, the next tip we have is so simple, but it's just human kindness. We're all human and whether we, you know, have different political affiliations or views on certain topics or how people are handling the pandemic, we're all more similar than we're different. And I think if we just stop and listen to each other um, and have a little bit more compassion to what other people are going through and just spread that human kindness, we'll all be, we'll all be better off at the end of the day. Absolutely. And, you know, just trying to do those random acts of kindness every day is you feel good. The other person feels good. You know, you hear these stories about, you know, you're in the coffee line and the person in front of you bought your coffee. Like I'm not a big coffee drinker, so I've personally never experienced that, but I love the idea of that. Um, or like Stephanie said, you know, giving someone a compliment, like whatever it is, just thinking about how we are all really human and we all want the same things. We all want food and shelter and safety for our kids. And even though we do, you know, we are quite divided politically, we are still all human and we all have these basic human needs and wants that are very much the same. Absolutely. You know, and I try to do this in front of my kids too. So if we're out and about somewhere, I'm always giving someone a compliment as to what they're wearing. If I like someone's jacket or sweater or leggings or earrings, I'll do it. And, you know, just doing that in front of your kids too, is I think just being a good role model and just showing people that you can really make someone's day with such a simple gesture. Mm-hmm. And, and even thinking about gratitude, which is a buzzword that I feel like, you know, we hear over and over again, oh, you have to be grateful. You have to write down the things you're grateful for. But the truth of the matter is it really frames your perspective in a, A, in the present and be in a way so that you can really appreciate what you have mm-hmm. in your life when you are grateful and even appreciating other people in your life, you know, like writing a letter to someone and letting them know how grateful you are for them. Like how, how nice is that for that person to receive? Because a lot of times when we think about gratitude, We may think about, you know, I may think about, oh, how much I appreciate Stephanie, but I'm not telling her that on a regular basis. So she doesn't know that. So getting, you know, getting that off your chest and really letting someone know that is, is a feel good for you and the person that's receiving it. Absolutely. And just think one act of kindness and gratitude, the ripple effect that that can have, it really makes someone's day. And then they're more likely to do an act of kindness and be grateful and expressive of their gratitude for someone else. And it's, and these are like, think about it. Everything we're saying, these are all free, right? And any of us can do them at any time, anywhere. Um, Yeah. 
free and simple and and life-changing in so many ways. Absolutely. Because it's changing your mindset and it's getting you stuck out of that anxious state and worry and, you know, anger, whatever, all these emotions that people are feeling right now. Mm -hmm. Um, And finally, our last tip we wanted to share is just talk to yourself kindly. You know, don't be so hard on yourself. Don't beat yourself up for what you have been doing or, you know, haven't done. This is, these are very challenging times, you know, hopefully the most challenging times that most of us will go through in our life um, to some degree. And so just be kind, be kind to yourself, be kind to others. You know, remember like the saying, would you talk to somebody else the way you're talking to yourself? And oftentimes the answer is no, I would never say that out loud. So don't say that to yourself either. Like Stephanie said, be kind to yourself. Don't be hard on yourself. You know, if you end up eating through your pantry, yeah, <laughs> move on. Exactly. Don't beat yourself up. Right. Um, and just be gentle, be kind. Absolutely. So we hope that was helpful. It was actually just, it, I feel really good just having gone through all those tips. I feel much calmer than I have the last couple of days. So they're great reminders for everybody, right? Like, even if we try and practice these things and we talk about these things and we tell other people to practice these things, we all need these reminders over and over again. Absolutely. And we'd love to hear from you guys. So if one of these tips resonated with you and you started doing it or another suggestion that you have, or we're always up for good, you know, book and movie and show recommendations, drop us a note, reach out to us, share this episode with someone that you think may benefit from the information. And let us know what works for you. And have a great um, rest of the week. Thank you so much for listening to the Art of Living Well podcast. We are so grateful that you joined us today. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with a friend or anyone else you think may benefit from this information. We'd love for you to subscribe to our podcast, leave us a review, and tag the Art of Living Well podcast on social media. If you want more inspiration in between episodes, you can find us on social media at the Art of Living underscore well on Instagram and Facebook, where we will share snippets from our daily lives and our journey to living well.